Stop the hacks. Stop the attacks. Stop the attacks and start taking your IT career to the next level. The Masters in Cybersecurity from Stevenson University Online can keep you one step ahead of the criminals and one step ahead of career advancement. Complete your online degree in as little as 18 months with convenient and affordable classes. Stevenson University Online, your partner for professional success. Visit stevenson.edu slash cyberwar. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when I first started, I had lots of questions about recording, editing, how to publish, this whole RSS feed thing, and so much more. Then one day, when scrolling through some emails, the answer appeared right there before me. In one word, Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. What drew me into Anchor is their holistic and inclusive model. And getting started with Anchor made my podcasting journey so much easier. And I'm proud to say that like a well-oiled machine, the road to rediscovery is powered by Anchor. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, start by going to anchor.fm slash start. Join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I'll see you on the podcast road. In life's journey, we must seek to reflect, learn, and grow. Welcome to The Road to Rediscovery with your host, Aubrey Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. Our life's journey is a long road with turns, bumps, and and yes, even obstacles. It's these challenges that present lessons to us. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on those lessons that life throws at us to learn and grow from them. And, of course, pay it forward to uplift others who are struggling. My guest has taken the phrase, it's never too late to start something, to the next level. From working for a chemical business in marketing and sales to executive recruiting and deciding to take the plunge into stand-up comedy at age 81, he's now 84 years old and a staple in the East Coast comedy circuit. Let's welcome Art Schill to the show. Art, welcome, man. How are you doing today? How are you doing, Oh man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So let's let's go ahead and kick this thing off. Do you feel you've always had a sense of humor, like you know, since childhood, your upbringing, and so forth? The best way I can I can answer that for you. Um, my father always had a great sense of humor. He was always telling jokes. Nice. But um, when they interviewed me for a article in the newspaper, uh, one of the questions I was asked is, "Do you ever get nervous?" Mm-hmm. I said, why would I get nervous? They said, well, look at all the people. It was a theater with about 500 people in it. Wow. And I said, well, I've always been telling jokes in my friend's living room, in my living room. So I'm doing the same thing now. It's just a bigger living room. (laughs) So, yeah, I've always been telling jokes. Very good. Very good. I love it. Love it. So let's let's go back prior to uh, prior to. Uh, your decision to jump into comedy uh, professionally. 
your previous businesses of marketing and recruiting. Um, well, no, we're not. We're not really a recruiting company. Okay. The recruiter. The recruiter works for the company. Mm-hmm. In other words, they don't go out looking for jobs for an individual. Gotcha. They get a call from a company they're working with. Uh, they go through the files to find people with experience that company's industry right. or position. Right. They send all the people to the company till the company hires one of them. It doesn't matter who they hire as long as they hire someone. Gotcha. So they can get paid. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Companies have cut back tremendously on their use because there are so many really qualified people walking in the door that don't cost the company anything. Right. And typically they're paying the headhunter, uh, the company's paying the headhunter a quarter to a third of the person's salary plus expenses. I see. We work with, with the individual. We work with the person who's looking to move up in their career, right. who can't find a good job, who wants to make more money, and they pay us to help them do that. And we've been doing that for over 40 years. Gotcha. Gotcha. I appreciate that clarity, Art. Uh, I, I I really appreciate you clarifying uh, what I was what I was getting at, and and this may be mood at this point, but uh, just trying to find some parallels and similar similarities between the two, uh, you know, meaning that maybe there's some degree of marketing that uh, that that you must have to uh, to be a recruiter, but but it sounds like y- you are in a different role in in, in, no, no, in that. Our- we are basically a marketing company. Okay. Our product that we're marketing is the individual that take that asks us to help them. I see. And we have we have full time people working for us throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they come to us and we actually market them. We we find out everything we can about the individual. Mm-hmm. We do a skills assessment to find out things that they haven't even thought about themselves. Right. Um, because most people don't think of everything they bring to the table. We write their resumes, we write their letters, we put up a web, we create and put up a website for them. Right. We find the openings, we coach them on the interviews, the salary negotiating, everything until they get the position. So my whole background prior to that had been marketing. Mm. And now I'm just marketing people instead of products. Gotcha. Have you ever found yourself sprinkling some humor in, in that previous work there? Have you ever found what? Have you ever found yourself using humor, leveraging humor uh, in, in, in comedy uh, in, in, in some smaller parts of, your, of that previous work? There are times. There's no doubt about it. Right. <laughs> there are times. <laughs> cool, cool. I mean, I was just thinking maybe I don't know what degree of tension or pressure there is in, 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 in that space, but uh, it could help to relieve some tension or pressure if there's any, I would imagine. Well, yeah, but you have to remember the people that we're working with are very serious about trying to move up, trying to get ahead. They paid us money. They want that money to work for them. Oh, sure. So they don't usually see it as something that's that's that with any humor in it. No. There are some people, not all, there are a few people mm-hmm. where I become pretty friendly with them over the phone. Right. And um, we used to do it in person. I used to have an office at 30 Rockefeller Plaza. Mm-hmm. But now we do it. We've been doing this from our homes, except for our corporate headquarters in Denver, for, oh, I don't know, about eight or ten years now. Okay. And okay. the reason we started doing it is that we cut out the cost of that brick and mortar. You can imagine what a suite of offices at 30 Rock cost. Oh, sure, sure. People love it because they don't have to spend the money on transportation. They don't have to keep getting dressed up every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like it because we get more hours out of them, and everyone works. So we're able to bring our costs down instead of going up and our costs. 
to the individual. Gotcha. Rises. Gotcha. That's a win-win for sure. Yep. That's the way we look at it. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, let's talk. And we about... work with people. Mm-hmm. We've worked with people up to $500,000 a year. Up to five. Believe it or not, they need help. Right. Believe it or not, they need help also. We had a man from uh, Korea who actually flew in on his own jet yeah. to meet with the president of the company in Denver. I've had, I had the president of a national basketball team when I was working at 30 Rock yeah. come to see me. I've had TV people come to see me, uh, movie people come to see me, athletes, and so forth. Man. So it's a really, it's, 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 it's interesting for me. You learn a lot about people in that business. Yeah. yeah. And each person is different than the next, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Yeah. Man, I mean, what an opportunity to, you know, just meet people from all different walks of life. And 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 it's people you're marketing and not the product. I mean, which which exactly. means a whole they different are the product. Yes, which is which requires a whole different skill set, I would I would imagine. Well, it's like marketing any other product. Uh-huh. But you know, there were five. There were the five P's of marketing. I don't know if you ever heard this before, but mm-hmm. there were the five P's of marketing. And basically, what we're doing is following those five P's when we take someone on. Got it. And the five P's of marketing are understanding the product, right? Positioning the product properly in the marketplace, mm-hmm. promoting it with the right materials, mm-hmm. making sure that you're reaching the right buyer with those materials, mm-hmm. and then pricing the product properly. Got it. So a lot of people, for instance are afraid that if they ask for too much money, they're not going to get hired. But they also have to remember that if they ask for too little, the person on the other side of the desk will believe, well, you don't really understand the responsibilities of this job, Right. so how comfortable could we be in hiring you? And that's why we work with people all the way through their salary negotiating. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's that. That is a premium service. <laughs> We're talking yeah. about careers here, you know? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Wow. Wow. It's been fun. Oh, I bet. I bet it has been fun. It sounds it sounds fun. I mean, and especially with all the different types of people that you meet, you know, and and, and the different lines of work. Well, the only, you know, I've often people ask me about it. I've often mm-hmm. said the only thing that gives me more satisfaction than somebody landing a job as a result of what we do for them mm-hmm. uh was many, many years ago when I was a medic in the Air Force, and I delivered a couple of babies. Nobody will take that away from me. Right. But aside from that, this is pretty satisfying. Man, that's that's tremendous. That's tremendous. Yeah, I mean, you're having a positive impact on people's livelihoods. Yep. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Now, speaking of careers and career shift, can you describe for the listeners that defining moment when you decided to try your hand at, 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 at comedy? I'll tell you exactly how it happened. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was watching America's Got Talent, and I said, hey, I could do that. So (laughs) I called my my daughter, knew that I was thinking of doing some comedy. Right. So I called her up, and I said, listen, I need a a ride to Queens College. St. John's, I'm sorry, St. John's. She said, why? I said, I'm trying out for AGT. (laughs) She said, Daddy, when you told me you were going to start going to comedy, I thought you'd start out with, like, you know, some retirement homes and things like that. <laughs> right. But AGT, I said, yeah, I'm going to try out for AGT. And it was an experience. It really was. And they told me mm-hmm. that uh, I should hone some of my material. They liked it, but I should get back to them. 
Nice. Man. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the way it started. Talk about taking the plunge, right? I mean, that, that that's a big start, and no baby steps for you. Not 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 with that, at least. <laughs> well, if I was going to do it, I was going to do it. Yeah, yeah. And then my daughter and my son-in-law, one of my daughters and her husband, mm-hmm. uh, for my birthday, bought me a comedy class. Uh, it was about it was eight weeks of comedy class. Yeah, oh, five five weeks. Sorry. Okay. And then at the end of that, you go up and you do your graduation. Uh, as a matter of fact, you, I think you saw that one. That was the one that was, it just said, Art Shill Funny. Yes, yes, yes. The way the producer put up, that was my first show. Okay, really? Good show. My gosh. Yeah. There were about 275 people in there. Yeah. Of which maybe eight were people I actually knew and had invited. Right. But I, I think I got a pretty good response. No, you got a great response. I mean, it, it you looked like it was old hat to you, you know? And and I mean, just unflappable, nice, cool, calm, even keel. Um and and bring in the funny, man. Bring in the funny in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I one of one of the one of the bits uh that that you mentioned that uh uh when I when I watched you was about I guess about the the couple who've been married to for so many years and for 50 years right yeah and then they decided to have dinner you know uh uh totally stripped <laughs> no it was they're having breakfast oh breakfast and, okay uh, that's right the oatmeal if you want me yeah. to repeat the joke i can <laughs> <laughs> no go for it man i want to hear it i mean <laughs> it's so much and better she, from you know. she, it was their 50th wedding anniversary and she said just think honey mm-hmm. 50 years ago today we were having breakfast on our honeymoon and he said, yeah, but the difference was we were sitting there naked. So with a smile on her face, she said, well, let's do that again. Uh-huh. And they took off their PJs. They continued to eat. And she said, honey, I got to tell you, even after all these years, this still makes my nipples hot. <laughs> he said, I don't doubt that. One was in your oatmeal. <laughs> and then I wait and I say, and the other one's in your coffee. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny, man. I it, don't know what you the other one that I did for a uh, fundraiser for a non-for-profit was longer than the one than the first one I did and um, I had a lot of other material because now I've been out there for a year right and I was getting a feel for what was funny and what wasn't funny right and the things that I didn't feel were funny enough mm-hmm. I would just put in new material so my opening line because for years people used to tell me this Mm-hmm. I get on, I, I walked out and I said, you know, it just happened again. Somebody just said to me, I look like Hugh Hefner. Oh, yeah. People have been telling me lately that I look like Hugh Hefner. And I thought that was pretty cool until I realized he's dead. <laughs> I didn't hear that one, no. That was that was in the next one. Okay. Take a look at the one that says Art Shill Baca, B-A-C-C-A. Gotcha. I will, for sure, I man. I that show. That was the show I headlined. <laughs> nice. Nice. Headline that show, man. Uh, yeah, I definitely have to check that one out. And I, and I will, man, no doubt. That's some good material, some very good stuff. So so what kind of vibe do you think you get or you feel from uh, from a new group? Let's say it's a new group when you take the stage. You know, at 84 well, years old, you take the stage. Low, you know, the interesting thing that I found, uh-huh. and I'm, I've been lucky about it, really. That's the only thing I can say, mm-hmm. is that my humor appeals to people in their 20s as much as it appeals to people in their 60s. 
Very relatable. Nice. And, you know, because I hit on all the different areas, and um, I get to laugh. As long as, the, the best thing I, I can say is it just feels great to hear the laughter. Yes. It really does. Yes. My feeling has always been if you can get somebody to laugh for just a few minutes, right. get their minds off their troubles and their worries for that period of time, yeah. it's all worth it. It's all, you know, I was, I, I was at the VA today uh, for my chemo, yeah. and um, a number of the nurses and doctors have come to see some of my shows. Mm-hmm. And whenever I go in, I know the nurses now, they keep telling me they need a laugh. They need a laugh because of what they've been going through right, right. with the coronavirus. Yeah. So I, I usually make sure that when I get there, I give them something to laugh about. Man, Art, that's beautiful. Uh, and As a matter of fact, yeah. if you have, I, I got to tell you, I got such a good. They <laughs> were laughing. I figured I'd use something about nursing today when I went. Right, right. So I said, um, I don't know if you've heard about the um, student nurse who went into the patient's room, and he was lying there with an oxygen mask over his face. And she heard him say, she heard him mumble, um, are my testicles black? <laughs> and she said, sir, I'm just here to take your temperature. And he looked at her again, and he said, mumbled it again. Am I, this is what she heard. My, mm-hmm. my testicles black. Yeah. And she said, sir, and he, now he's glaring at her. Uh-huh. And she's afraid that he might have a heart attack or she'll be in trouble. So when he says it again, she goes over, pulls off the covers, flips up his nightgown, mm-hmm. fondles his testicles looking at them, and says, no, they seem to be okay. And with that, he takes the face mask off, the Austrian mask, and mm-hmm. says, that's very nice, miss, but are my test results back? <laughs> I love it. cracked up over that. <laughs> test <laughs> results back. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, man, and, and, and that one's appropriate. For where you were, right? And oh, absolutely. Yeah, the very, loved it. Oh, that. Oh, I bet they did. I bet they did. And 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 you know, I mean, to bring a smile to their face when they're going through, you know, such traumatic circumstances with patients coming in with coronavirus, and and, and you can see they're tired. Oh, they you, are really. Oh, tired. I bet. I bet. Just very, very exhausted. You know. This is really fascinating, Art. I got to tell you, I have always been fascinated with comedians because, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like comedians' outlook on life appears to be from a different lens than most people, you know? Uh, I also believe comedians have a heart for service. So if, if, if someone comes to your show and you make them laugh, okay, first off, if you don't know them, the, the assumption is you don't know them, but they come to your show, you made them laugh. You never know what kind of day they had, you know, leading up to exactly. coming to see you, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You never know what despair or anguish they may be going through currently with their family, their spouse, their job, yep. you know, or anything. So for a moment in time, you know, a moment in time, you've, you've helped them set those aside long enough to smile and impact their day for the better. And, and it may in, inspire them to to make a a, a change, you know, that will that will better their situation. What what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it's a great feeling. They come up to you afterwards and tell you how much they enjoyed it. Yeah. How much they laughed. How much they're gonna. They took one of the nuggets yes. in their minds, uh, and oh, I'm gonna tell that one to my friends. And you feel good about it. 
because yeah. you did get them, you know, to that point. At that moment in their lives, they were laughing and enjoying themselves. Oh, for sure. And that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they came there to do that. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, let's be honest, there were guys who just bombed. True, true. So, you know, yeah. and luckily, knock on wood, I'm knocking on my head right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet. Well, so that doesn't mean I won't. Right. <laughs> Right. Hopefully I'll never do that. <laughs> well, you know, you bring up a very good point and a very good topic because I was now about to switch to the other side of the spectrum when it comes to uh, the audience. I was wondering, what are your thoughts on hecklers, and do you feel that they are necessary? I'm not saying mass groups, but at least one is necessary uh, for a comedian's journey in, in their no, career. For- I've been very lucky in that I've never had any hecklers. Okay, good. I do have a good friend who uh, was being heckled right. on stage, and what he did was he turned around, looked at the, the man, mm-hmm. and just went, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 and everybody started laughing at this guy, yeah. and he got up and left. I mean, the worst <laughs> that I've ever had, I did a show at a restaurant, and mm-hmm. I was the only comic because it was a um, tribute singer. Gotcha. And he was doing, uh, I can't remember who it was that he was doing. And people didn't come to see me. They came to see him. Right. And in between his two sets, I was the comic that was going to go up. Okay. And it's funny because I was talking, there was a group of, of uh, couples that came in. I'd say they were in their 50s, um, late 40s, early 50s. Sure. Um, and there had to be at least eight or ten couples. And the men were sitting at the bar and talking to me before the show started. Right. And they said, you better hope our wives don't drink too much, because if they do, you're in trouble. And they <laughs> did. They they were drunk. And oh, man. when I got up there, uh-huh. they were talking so loudly that people in the audience on the other side were yelling, please be quiet. We can't hear him. We can't hear him. Right, so right. So I tried going over there with the microphone. I said... Do you want to be on stage? And they may believe I wasn't even there. They just kept they just yelling kept talking. and talking to themselves. Wow. So that's the worst I've ever had. Gotcha. But that was the only time, luckily. Okay. No, that's that's good. That's good. And I love I love the approach your 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 buddy had, you know, the blah 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 yeah. blah blah, you know. <laughs> yeah, those guys don't like to get it back, do they? <laughs> well, there was a comic actually in New York. I think it was in New York, uh-huh. I'm not sure. A guy from the audience jumped up at the stage and started beating on him. You're kidding. True story. Nope. Nope. Where was True this story. again? I don't know if it was in New York or if it was in Chicago. It was someplace. Okay. It was on, it was on, there were videos of it. Amazing. The guy doing it. My gosh. Yeah. Some people, I yeah. swear, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's the total opposite of the intent and the purpose of, you know, of, of, of having a night out, you know, with entertainment yep. and, 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 and yep. to laugh and to let loose, let your hair down, right? Exactly right. You hit it right on the head. My goodness. You know, it's, it's funny. I, I did a show mm-hmm. uh, at a club, and uh, after the show, there was a guy sitting right in the front with his wife, Yeah. and he almost looked like Buffalo Bill. Long hair, right. goatee, chain. Right. I mean, he just, good-looking guy, older man, and so forth. Right. And afterwards, he said, would you mind doing a selfie with me? Uh-huh. I said, sure, you know. And uh, I thought that that's a real compliment to me. Right. Later on, when I real when I found out who he was, mm-hmm. I was the one who should have been taking asking him to do a selfie with me, 
because it turns out that he's in the uh, Hall of Fame as a um, as a singer. Oh, you're uh, kidding! As a blues singer, really? And uh, we've become friendly uh, since then. I've gone to see some of his concerts. Nice. We talk all the time uh, on uh, Facebook and so forth. Right. He and his wife and myself. Super nice guy. But I mean. How do you beat something like that? <laughs> right. No. I mean, yeah, yeah. How, how do you top that? You know, that's a tough act to follow. And <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> oh man. So uh, here's one thing I've been interested in, uh, particularly with you, Art. Um, uh, being 84, um, I, I, I was wondering, like, do you, as part of uh, your material and part of the conversation you have with the audience? Um, uh, ha- have you brought in topics of, of things that are, that are, that are known or commonplace today that weren't even heard of when you were growing up, like a, a cell phone or social media or, or even an iPad you know, or a computer? You're giving me some good ideas right now. Cause I should do that. No, I do talk about my age. Uh-huh. Um, for instance, I'll say, let's get back to. You know, the age problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I, I'm really worried because I just heard that the governor is going to start deporting senior citizens instead of illegals. <laughs> it seems they're easier to catch <laughs> and they don't remember how to get home. <laughs> you know, so that's, you know, but that's about it. I'll talk about age that right. way. Right, right. But I really should talk about some of the things that you don't see anymore today. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I and and I was wondering what your thoughts were on that, you know, because, well, you know, now everything's mobile and people are using their devices and everything, and and I'm thinking like, wow. I look at even my phone and I'm like, you know what? When I was in high school, this was unheard of, you know, uh, unheard of. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and here we I are. I remember the old. The original cell phones that were so huge uh-huh. and bulky, wow. but they, you still, they still carried them. Wow. <laughs> were they like uh, 10 bucks a minute or something? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what it was because I couldn't afford it back then. Gotcha. That's for sure. I mean, I still remember growing up with party lines. Yeah, so yeah, the party lines. Yeah. I heard about those. Yeah. Yeah. So when you pick up the phone and somebody was already talking, mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to listen because it was someone else on the phone. Right. From a different house. You didn't even know who they were. Oh, my gosh. And there might be four families on the same phone, and you had to take your turn to be able to use it. And you hope nobody was listening. Right. Right. If you're calling that special girl, right? Yep. <laughs> or whatever you were doing. Or whatever you were doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, check this out. So uh, I, I can tell, I can tell from chatting with you, you do have a heart for service. You have a passion and compassion for making people laugh, bringing smiles to their faces, and and so for having a heart of service. I heard you and some other comedians were doing some amazing things for our nation's retirees. Can 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 you tell tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we have. It's called Project Nine Line. Does a lot of. Uh, classes on painting. Right. I'm talking about pictures, not houses. Right, right. Uh, painting, <laughs> music, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But we all, they also have, and we're the group, it's called the uh, Veterans Comedy Assault. Mm-hmm. And it's made up of veterans mm-hmm. that do stand-up comedy. Mm. And we do a class. Uh, each year there's a class um, that 
invites new people who would like to start doing comedy. They right. have to be a veteran. Right. To come in, and once a week we go through some material. Mm -hmm. We ask them to write material. We mm -hmm. give them a book on it. Um, and then we critique it. We give them some ideas. Yeah. And then when we're done, we do a graduation class with them. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It really is. And we've appeared at um, in clubs, in right. libraries, in VFWs, in mm. American Legions. Yes. Uh, we've also appeared at um, Mohegan Sun. Yep. The uh, big casino hotel in Connecticut. Yep. Uh, and so forth. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, as people see you, right. all of a sudden they'll say, they'll come up and say, you know, can we get two or three of you guys to do a show for us, a fund, whether it be a fundraiser or what. Right. We do a lot of things for, at no cost. Mm -hmm. I mean, as an example, one of our guys passed away, and he's only about 54 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what we did, we, we did a fundraiser. Mm hmm uh, for the family. Mm -hmm. And we did everything. We did a raffle. We did a 50, 50 right. and we did the comedy. We had over, we had, we raised something like $4,000 for the family. Wow. So that was great. Yeah. That's awesome. That was really great. That's yeah. tremendous. My so goodness. we've done benefits like that. Uh, but we also get paid for the jobs we do too. Sure. Sure. So it, it depends on what it is that we're doing. I got you. Unfortunately now, of course, there's nothing going on that we can really get paid for, although some of the major comics out there uh, are doing shows, and they're doing it on um, Zoom right. and getting paid for it. I see. But, Interesting. You know, they're just not as funny, I don't think. No. There are some really, really great comics that I've met who are super, super nice people. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. really go out of their way to help you out and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um I can name a bunch of them. Once in a while, you run into somebody who, I guess, is a little bit, um, I don't know what the word is, not envious, not, I don't know what the word is, but they, yeah. they won't go out of the way, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Once in a while, you get that, but it's very, very rare. You know, I only have two friends left from my old friends, friends groups yeah. and at my age. Mm -hmm. So I, one other thing that came out of this I've made a lot of good friends now. I mean, people that I can talk to, sure. get together with, right. uh, have fun with. Man, and, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, I have a whole bunch of new friends. Wow, man, that's so. that, that's 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 awesome. That's that's awesome. I mean, it's it's almost like an uh, a, another chapter, right? And, and yep. a, yeah, another chapter for exactly sure. Exactly right. So so out there in uh, in the World Wide web and. Uh, out on the information superhighway, as they call it, uh, how can people reach I'm out? I'm in the slow lane. You're in the slow lane. <laughs> as long as they signal and go around you, right, without cutting you off. <laughs> how can people out on the web um, find you to, to, to hear some of, your good, some of your good stuff, man? Well, uh, I always post something new almost every day on Facebook. All right. Um, and then, of course, they can always go in to YouTube and see a couple of videos there. Great. Um, Great. And that's about it. Um, okay, you have a channel? Got, what do you mean by a channel? You like mean a, on YouTube? Yeah. Well, no, just the same way you went into it. YouTube and my name. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, if you don't mind, I'd love to share some direct links to your YouTube Absolutely. videos from the uh, in the episode show notes. Absolutely. So it's either YouTube Art Shill okay. or it's YouTube Art Shill Baca 
B-A-C-C-A, which is the other one that you haven't seen yet. Gotcha. I'll be checking that one out tonight, man, for sure. You yeah, can count on that. You'll tell me what you think of it. I will. Good or bad, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Okay. I always do. Oh, well, I thank you. I mean that. Well, well, I always talk to people afterwards and say, mm-hmm. look, I want to hear what you don't think was funny. Yeah. Just as well as the things you thought were funny. Well, I appreciate that, Art. I really do. And, and yeah, I'm more than happy to share with you, you know, my thoughts after hearing it. I, I'm really looking forward to hearing it this evening for sure. Yeah. And um, if you like it, mm-hmm. like I said, send it on to your other listeners. Send it on to your friends. Yeah. Anything that will get them a laugh. That's all I care about. Nice. Especially nice. right now with everything that's going on. Yes. Forget about it. We need to laugh. Oh, we sure do, man. We all do, right? We, we all do. Yep. So many things yep. Yep. going on, man. Well, Art, man, this has been a great conversation, man. I really enjoy the insights you've been sharing with us here and, and, and just all the cool stuff that you have been doing to bring smiles to people's faces. Uh, it's, 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 it's been awesome having you on the show, man. Well, you know, the other thing, I know the name of your show is Road to Recovery, and we've Re- talked about this. Yeah. And you know that I have cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm going through... Uh, um, you know, the chemo and so forth. Yeah. But you got to keep a positive attitude in life. That's what it's all about. Wow, yes. If you can't keep a positive... What, what good is worrying really do? It just gets you an ulcer. It sure does. Wor- worrying isn't going to help. Wow, no, The thing you've got to do is keep a positive attitude. I really believe that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it that burns inside of you, man, that keeps you having that positive, upbeat attitude? I mean, cancer is something serious, you know? And, yeah, well, yeah. I, I beat one of them. I, I'm in remission on one for six or seven years now. Yeah. The other one is the one that's um, that keeps coming back. But well, they're working on it. I'm sure I'll be okay again. Yeah, yeah. Um, until the next time. Yeah. But um, And then, look, people have worse things than I I think I mentioned to you that um, one of the counselors at the VA mm-hmm. uh, counsels drug and uh, alcohol addicts. <clears throat> and he actually has had me come in and do a couple of uh, shows for them just by myself, just as a volunteer. Yeah, to, yeah you mentioned To that. sort of show them what's going on. And mm-hmm. look, there are things out there that other people are going through, and yet they live through it. So why can't you? Right. Right. You know, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, and you're letting them know, hey, you guys aren't in this alone, right? This, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You aren't the only one this has happened to. I'm living Nobody's proof. Nobody's in it alone. No one's Nobody's in it Nobody's ever alone. in it alone. Absolutely. They may think they are. No, yeah, they think not. they are. That's exactly right, Art. And that's what the Road to Rediscovery is all about, right? Letting people out there who are going through despair, going through bad times, um, going through a health crisis, you know, let them know that they are not alone. And there are people out there, such as you, Art, who have compassion, who who has uh, such goodwill for other people, you know, to, to, to lend a hand, even if it's something as simple as making them smile. Well, I also sent you an email suggesting somebody else I thought you would like to have on because he suffers from depression. Um, he's a comic, uh, has done very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he, um, he advocates for uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be a good person for you to talk to. Well, thank you, Art. I really appreciate that. And, and I'll check the email and I'll reach out to him. Yeah. I'd love to have a preliminary right. chat with him and see what we can line up for sure. Yeah. I'll send you his uh, name and his phone number. Thank you so much, sir. I greatly appreciate okay. it. So now it's time for us to go to a segment. 
I like to call three for the road. And uh, I think uh, uh, being the, the, the spirited guy you are, Art, uh, you may be up for the challenge. Are you ready? Uh, I'm always ready for a challenge. Well, I'll I'll meet the challenge. I don't know, but I'm always up for it. Oh, I'm sure you will. Let's go for three for the road. (laughs) All right, here we are. Uh, So in three for the road, Art, I am going to ask you three random yet thought-provoking questions that I'm going to challenge you to try to answer in five words or less. Five words or less? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So um, and look, sometimes the answer can be so deep and heartfelt that you get on a roll and it goes past five words. I'll just let you go at that point, you know, you know, because you're on a roll. I'm not going to stop you when you're on a roll. All right. So question number one, three for the road. And I customize these random questions for my guests. So no guests gets no two guests get the same question. All right. For you, Art, number one. What is the first thing that comes to your mind when you wake up each morning? <laughs> How soon I'm going to take the nap that afternoon. <laughs> true. Absolutely true. Is it? <laughs> I love yeah. it. <laughs> when you get to be a certain age, that's the first thing you think about when you wake up. Looking forward what to your next nap. I take my nap? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. That is, that is, that is cool. <laughs> I love it. All right. That's how you know you're old when you do that. Okay, well, I'm going to keep that in mind. So when I wake up one morning and that hits me, then I know I'm there. Yep. <laughs> All right, number two, fill in the blank. Laughter. I can't hear you. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, number two. Number two, fill in the blank. Laughter has the ability to. Cure. Love it. So true, too. So true. So true. All right. Well, I only use one word, so I got four more words I can use on the next one. <laughs> For you, I will let that. I will let you <laughs> swing with that because this one may be a little trickier and it may require more okay. words. All right, number three, Art. Two of the most cutest and funniest things are babies and pets. So, when it comes to comedy, what can we learn from them? If you watch a baby. And you watch a, a puppy, let's say, their antics are things that make you laugh. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is laughter. I go back to it over and over again, laughter. It laughter. just makes life a lot easier. Gotcha. And babies do that, puppies do that, kittens right. do that. That's the way I can answer it. I love it, 100%. I'm digging it, Art. I'm digging it. Man, well, that's it, man. I mean, you passed... Uh, three for the road with flying colors. So, <laughs> uh, see, it wasn't that hard. What's that? <laughs> see, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> uh, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't understand what you just said. Oh, I said, see, it wasn't that hard, was it? Oh, it wasn't that hard. Okay, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't talk about hard at my age. Uh, that's <laughs> not something that happens very often. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well. Well. I'm not saying I'm looking forward to that in my later years, but, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I do that to you, but I do it all the time with people. I'll say, I'll say something, and it just makes me say something stupid. No, no. What can I do? No, man, that's quite all right. No, it keeps us on our toes, right? No, it's, yep. no, it's, it's, it's all good. I love it. I love it. 
Art, man, it's been so great having you on the show, man. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Oh. I really, it was fun. Oh, it was great. A great evening. Oh, yeah, I agree. I, I couldn't agree more. We reciprocate. Love having you on the show. And a big thanks to all of you for checking in and listening. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast, leave feedback, and share with your friends and family. Also, remember, every Wednesday at 5.15 p.m. Central Time, you want to look on the Road to Rediscovery podcast Facebook page and catch the live stream of the midweek check-in. Just check in, let us know how you're doing, how you're getting through this COVID-19 shelter in place, and then pop out. No obligation to stay the whole time, but we just want to bring the community together and uh, see if we can support one another through this uh, through this ra- rather uncertain and volatile time. So uh, once again, Wednesdays, 515 p.m. Central Time. The Road to Rediscovery is a part of a movement, part of a revolution. And guess what? You are now part of it. So together we are roadies and it sure feels good having you on the journey. Thanks again. We'll chat again soon. The Road to Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production. When you don't want your busy evenings to signal the end of dinnertime exploration, try Blue Apron's two or four serving menu plans so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. With 60-plus options each week, you can choose from an ever-changing mix of high-quality meat, fish, vegetarian, WW-recommended, and wellness offerings. Order now and get $110 off across your first five orders when you visit blueapron.com unique.